1: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
2: You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon.
0: FM 104. Alright. Good evening.
3: It's a sweaty one today. What's sweaty, 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 sweaty. Does he not? The only thing outside feels like holidays.
1: It kind of seems like a bit of a monsoon weather type Th- that's thing. That's what I mean, yeah. yeah. It feels
3: as if the heavens are going to open open up any time now. It's real real sticky, real... Bleh. Clammy. Cla- that's the word, there you that's go. That's the word. Clam- clammy, very clammy. If you're out in that this evening now, you can probably just feel it. But it does sound as if tonight the skies are going to explode. I don't know if they will, but that's the vibe. The vibe, that's yeah. That's what it feels, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I got hooked there before I came in on the Portugal French... Match?
3: Oh, oh, oh! oh what scores? Like
1: it? usually, I don't care about football, right? Yeah. Unless Ireland are playing, obviously. Yeah. But suddenly, I found myself knowing a few of the players, and because I knew some of them, like I, on a, I sat there on watching a, it on a
3: first name basis. You were like, "Oh,
1: there's yeah, there's there's
3: Charles, there's, for play I'm
1: trying to think of their first names now. There's the guys, you know, Ronaldo,
3: yeah,
1: Pogba. Who else did I know? Griezmann, <laughs> you know, the guy that does the shampoo ad. Oh that's reason. Never mind. Anyway, <laughs> you know I, found you know I found myself me. sitting there, I was very into it. Enthralled. What was the what was the score? Nil all at the time. Oh to oh. But it had only kicked off. All right, okay. I was very sad to leave. Yeah, yeah, see that's it. Which is weird.
3: Gotta get hooked now. You're gonna yeah. be our sports correspondent. You can kinda get in touch and go right, here we go. Live to search along for the Euro twenty twenty update. I'd love
1: that. Go on. I think this could be my new calling.
3: Go on, give us your sports update there.
1: Uh I have to know their names now. Just just go. And Ronaldo Kicks it into the goal. Woo! And... Oh, Back. what's the goalkeeper called? Uh, I can't remember his name. Anyway, the goalkeeper... Sorry, Mbappe. Yeah. He, oh, was it, oh, no, it was Pepe. No, Pele. Oh, no way. No,
3: oh, no. It's One Pele. Of Pele them, came out of retirement Pepe, to play no. for France, was
1: it? <laughs> Pepe? Is he a player? I think he went to score right, for yeah. France. Mm-hmm. And then the Portuguese goalkeeper... Knew which direction he was going for oh, nice. and caught the ball.
3: Nice. So <clears throat> that's
1: as far as my commentary can go. I don't know any technical terms in football. I don't know many players' names. So this is a
3: great time Sorry. to announce the fact that Saturday's brand new sports show <laughs> is going to be kicked off by Sir Shalong.
0: <laughs>
3: it's called the Long Ball. Oh my god, uh, funny that you're saying that It's going to be called The Long Ball And uh, Saoirse will be interviewing some of the top players, top professionals and managers For insights, analysis and predictions about the Euro 2020 uh, tournament So if you're a die-hard football fan Tune in to The Long Ball (laughs) with Saoirse Long Saturday morning, 9am And where all your available podcasts Why ball?
1: Long balls?
3: What? The long ball?
1: Why the long ball? Because
3: that's the phrase in football Like the long ball oh is it yeah yeah Ireland would have been f- huge fans of the old long ball back in the in the 90s and early 2000s under Jack Charlton we were the, the long ball team
1: and Killian Mbappe is that his name someone had just texted into
3: me where would you get it? you? Throw Mbappe. your throw I love your, saying
1: that name Mbappe tr-
3: throw your BT Sport or your, your Sky Sports under the bus this yeah. is where you need the long ball with Sir Long
1: <laughs> that's all I'll say <laughs> I'll Um. will repeat Mbappe and this is the Woo! long ball with Saoirse Long. Woo! Who scored the goal? The guy with the dark hair. Woo! He scored the goal. Nice. Nice. Anyway, it's something that I think I could be good at eventually.
3: Sports commentating.
1: Yeah. Eventually. When I learn the players' names, the technicalities and everything else.
3: I mean, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of opportunities out there. You could be on. You could do a bit of guy, Or he would be looking for someone to fill in for a few of the lads on the panel. If, they, if Damien Duff is ever off, you could fill in for him and do a bit of a post-match and pre-match yeah, analysis.
1: There's a girl that's doing the those commentary shows well I know
3: it used to be it was a Jackie Hurley I think it was her name she was RT. a footballer um, I
1: can't remember her name she was like
3: Ortiz's go to person mm. um, for the sports commentary Knew watch was on this about.
1: space don't laugh
3: sorry Stop, I'm d- d- laughing with joy I'm laughing with joy that's what, I'm doing. That's what you, I'm doing you
1: talk to someone who's never learned a language before and you're like oh, as if you could ever be fluent and then suddenly you know within in a year they put their head down they learn everything and they're fluent okay. so why can't I be good at sports commentary
3: Okay, well, today... Today
1: was my first day.
3: Today is Wednesday, the 23rd of June, 2021. Okay, so if you're listening to this right now, just put a note in your diary, come back to us. Wednesday, uh, or the 23rd of June, 2022.
1: Now, is the World Cup going to be then?
3: Uh, Well, as somebody...
1: Because it's not going to be the Euros next year, because they're they're every four years. So, is the World Cup going to be next year?
3: As somebody who is starting off a career in sports commentary, you really should know.
1: I'm learning. This is my first day. I'm asking Well, that's you your first question. That you do can... people ask people for advice on their first day? Yes, they do. Well, I'm, I'm just asking.
3: saying, you can uh, you teach What's a woman to fish, she'll uh, give her a Don't fish. be sexist now. No, I'm not being sexist. I'm saying you teach you to fish. Yeah. What's that phrase? I teach someone know. to fish, they'll fish forever. I'm not giving you a fish. Give a man a fish and he'll feed for a day. Eat for a day. Why are
1: you scared that I'm going to leave you?
3: No, 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 no. I'm, I'm trying to get you out. That's what I'm saying. There's no point in me telling you. You should go and find out for yourself because you'll learn more and develop more as a new sports commentator on the long ball.
1: World Cup in Qatar next winter.
3: Yeah. That,
1: I'll be ready for that.
3: Qatar, yeah. We'll send you over.
1: I'll actually be fine for that one.
3: Mm, yeah. You could uh, go in a little bikini because it'll be roasting.
1: Mark my words on that one.
3: Right. There we go
1: thought I'd put that in there and right. then I'll put you to shame you your football yeah. knowledge my, my
3: football knowledge is pathetic I'll be honest with you and I tried getting into this and it, a lot of the good matches have been on the evening so we've missed loads of them
1: there's actually loads during the day as well Corbett, I know, yeah, you but know?
3: I, the 2pm two, the 2 games are gone so you know uh, but I, I tried my very best to sit, sit down and force myself to do it uh, I just I just find it sometimes too boring I'm too fidgety I can't sit still and just look at the screen for a while I have but to. The,
1: the Portuguese match Oh, God, Today, yeah. you got Ronaldo. Rona- yeah. He's so good. Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Okay, so Sersha
3: Long is going to become a uh, sports journalist or a sports commentator. No, not journalist. A, a, commentator. Just a commentator. Yeah, yeah, this time next year. So uh,
1: I can shout at all the games while they're happening. Yeah, yeah. Oh, ref! Ah, for God's sake.
3: If you know any good standard football shouts to throw Saoirse to help, in a way, like, uh, send them in Or You want to WhatsApp them in so she knows the intonation, how to get them as well. There's some classic ones like, how is he? And it's in relation to whether he's onside or offside.
1: Or how do I sound like I know what I'm talking about when I absolutely don't?
3: Oh, these are some important ones that we can give you, right? So one is, uh, how is he? So if you say, how is he, ref? But shout that if you think he's offside. You don't even need to know if he's offside or not. Yeah, but I
1: won't be saying that because I'll be commentating a match like today's match. So Uh, I won't be in the stadium myself. Do you
3: get me? Well, the commentators are usually in the stadium.
1: No, the ones that are do it on RT.
3: yeah the commentators are in the stadium
1: are they yeah. wait they're over there what this is my blog <laughs> oh, I thought they were watching on the screen like us no oh
3: no. the lads in the studio are here but the lads commentating on the match are actually at the match so much to learn, I had so no time. idea no but so, some some basic phrases you'll need is how is he ref because you'll be in the stadium now right so okay. how is he ref so he give he that ref? one a try how is he ref but a bit more
1: aggressive oh, yeah. how is he ref how is he ref
3: Okay, the second one's a bit better, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's not too bad. Uh, what else does he need?
1: Handball. Handball. Thierry Henry. Yeah,
3: you, handball. Yeah, yeah. handball. Uh, you can give it a generic shout for a penno, which is just
1: penno! Penno!
3: Yeah, That's good, yeah.
1: Can you curse now?
3: Uh, well, you won't be able to on TV, so, I mean, there's a lot that you could oh. do, but Yeah.
1: You can't. Yeah. you know, when you're in the moment and you're buzzing. Yeah.
3: Here, here's a few maybe slightly more intermediate to advanced phrases that'll really sell the illusion that you know what you're on about. He should really turn out.
1: He should really turn out.
3: There you go. That's, that's you're a professional now. I feel really like turn on, out. A, yeah.
1: I'm go- on a gossiping. Yeah, column. he should
3: really turn out. Uh, or or um, uh, play it wide.
1: Play it wide.
3: There you go. Oh, another one. Another one.
1: Uh, play it wide.
3: There you go. There you go. For God's sake. Nice. One. Or uh, you're too deep, lads. You're too deep. Now I know you've said that before in a different context. Jesus
1: Christ! <laughs> will you stop it. <laughs> Off the stage. Oh, that's yeah. not even one. You just made me say that. Uh, no, no, no. You're yeah,
3: too deep. That's a, that's a good one. It's a perfect one. When your the defense is under a bit of pressure. <clears throat> uh, um, Portugal one, France won.
1: Portugal. I predicted. So my prediction for this match was going to be three two to Portugal. Right. So it's one all. Yeah. Okay.
3: Keep, that, keep us it, updated. Is, it, is the match over? Or what time did it kick off? At eight o'clock. Was it an eight o'clock? Eight o'clock. o'clock. Yeah. Okay. Um, thanks for that uh, Not all the times What? Is that? Is this meant to be This one from Lucy Not all the times I don't know if that's A good phrase Anyway it's there's something To get you off okay, uh, To a good to start that. We'll have a comprehensive list um, A little bit later on Speaking of tournaments And football if you have just tuned in or you haven't heard about the Sandwich World Cup we're kicking that off on F104 this evening here on Room 104 we're trying to find the single greatest sandwich in Dublin so if there's a local coffee shop or one of those new food trucks that's popped up near you or a deli or a cafe or a restaurant or a pub that does a Whopper Toasty we want to know we've pretty much nearly all the places filled there might be a handful of uh, spots left in the qualifiers we're trying to find the best sandwich in dublin if you've had something biblical or spiritual let us know what it is whatsapp it in and we'll include it in the group stages and the matches will be taking place online next week on room 104's first ever sandwich world cup because we're not in the euros so we're going to jump on this bandwagon uh on the way next though how would you absolutely love to do four days a week instead of five of course who wouldn't if you're in a job where you can't potentially do four days a week instead of five one would you two do you think your boss would go for it and three what are some of the problems that are going to be popping up we're going to be chatting to uh, one of the guys from the four four day week Ireland uh, next Joe O'Connor is his name and he'll be explaining what the story is because they're starting a pilot program but if you've Always dreamed of being able to do a four-day week. Maybe he'll have some scripts that you can take into the boss and go, hey, I know this sounds crazy, but how about we take an extra day off uh, and sort that out. So uh, he's on the way next as well. And the final clue today for f 104s Save Your Summer. The camper van location uh, will be on the way before we're out of this hour. In, in about 20 minutes, half an hour's time. Here's Calvin Harris by your side. F104.
2: You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long.
0: FM104
3: by your side. Tom Grennan vocals in there as well. Cormac we and you here on Room 104 in less than 20 minutes' time. You'll get the final clue today for F104. Save your summer. You could be winning yourself a camper van for an entire week to take around the country and do with it as you please. Do whatever you want with it. First step though is to get into the final this evening. Finals on Friday with Jim, Jim and Nobby and uh, the final clue you need is on the way in less than 20 minutes here on the show. Now... better would your life be, would your head be, would just every aspect of your day-to-day be if you were only working four days instead of five?
1: I, I cannot tell you how life-changing this would be for everybody. I think this is the best idea that's ever come up. For people's mental health, yeah. physical health, holidays. for holidays, for balanced life, for happy lives, I could go on.
3: It sounds too good to be true, and I don't want to get too excited because it's like... Th- if you're in a job right now that has worked remotely uh, I know a lot of businesses are now trying to put the leash back around your neck and dragging you into the office going now sit there like a good boy so I can see you you're not working from home and there's that happening so I think a lot of places are going to put an end to that unfortunately some won't but I think some unfortunately will will we be moving to a four day week though
1: the dream I hope so I think so
3: yeah Uh, listen a campaign was launched this week from a four day week Ireland four day week Dot IE. And we've got the chairman, Joe Connor on the line to ask him some important questions like, one, how are we going to pitch this into the bosses uh, when they're like, no, nah, absolutely not happened. Uh, listen, Joe, thanks a million for popping on
2: the line. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing, Cormac? How are you, Saoirse?
1: You're a legend. I'm just going to put that out there. Absolute legend for even thinking of this idea because it's fantastic. Where did it come from? Why have you decided that this is the best way forward?
2: So we actually formed the 4 day week Ireland campaign all the way back in 2019. It's a coalition of trade unionists, uh, business people, the National Women's Council are involved, Friends of the Earth are involved. And really at the time we were talking about this idea that we needed to have a, a new model of work, which was less focused on measuring people based on how long they spent in the office or at the desk or on the clock, and much more focused on, you know, productivity results um, and, and a four-day week as, as part of that. So obviously the COVID-19 pandemic, as you've mentioned, has kind of has, has changed the way we work quite uh, yeah. considerably. It's opened, I think, a lot of people's eyes, not just workers but employers as well, that that there's potentially a different and a better way to do things, that, that we could work smarter rather than longer. So what we've launched this week is a very exciting development. It's the, the first-ever pilot program of a four-day working week here in Ireland. It's as part of a coordinated international trial with a number of other countries, including the the United States, which are launching their campaign next week. And basically, we've developed a package of business supports, um, which I can go through with you, but it's a package of supports designed to... Support any, any companies or employers in Ireland that want to experiment with or trial the four-day working week. And we're, we're planning to roll it out for the first six months of next year.
3: When you say planning to roll it out, uh, as in, do you have certain companies signed up who are like, yeah, okay, we will allow our staff to work four days a week next year?
2: So the first thing I'd say is is that this is something that, that's already happening right now, even before our pilot programme, and there's five businesses who are involved with our campaign all of whom have not just trialed the four-day week, but have introduced it on a permanent basis. That ranges from the ICE group, who are a recruitment company based in Galway. There's 3D Issue, they're a software development company in Donegal, uh, and a number of other companies. So this is something that that is already happening. It's an idea that's growing in momentum, um, not just here in Ireland, but but internationally. Uh, And we've got a really positive initial response from companies and employers over the last, you know, we only launched Mm. yesterday morning. Uh, We've put the call out there. We've we've obviously detailed what's going to be available to companies and and employers if they want to try this. And really what we're trying to do is we're trying to make it as easy as possible. Um, If if you're a a business leader that thinks this is an idea that's at least worth trying out, we've developed a training program. We've developed coaching supports that will be led by people who have done this successfully in the past uh, all over the world. Well, we, we can research. we can refer
3: you on to uh, Mark Noble from F104 <laughs> and Margaret Nelson, who is the bosses here. And we'll just send that over to uh, their emails on, on Yeah, on I'd be more
2: than happy to have a chat with them. Oh, and yeah, just, yeah. just
1: quickly, a lot of people who have heard of this are thinking, oh, but I don't want to do extra hours in the day yeah. just to make up for that last Friday, say, or Monday. So it it's not about more hours. It's four days like you were doing, but just minus the the, the fifth day really is it
2: it's not so the best way to describe this because obviously you know not everyone works a five-day week nine to five today it's the most common work arrangement but there's different types of of arrangements out there so we're not saying that everyone will move to a monday to thursday four-day week there will need to be different forms of flexibility but we do believe that a shorter working week some version of a shorter working week for all workers can be achieved with a four-day week as the as the default what we're really talking about is this idea which was developed in New Zealand in 2018 and it's basically called the 180-100 model which means 100% of the pay, 80% of the time but 100% of the productivity and really it's about the business coming to an arrangement with their employees and saying look We'll give you the extra day, but in return, we need to adopt our work practices. So, for example, some of the companies that have done this, they've shortened their meeting times. You know, they're trying to waste less time in meetings that maybe go on and on and they're not getting as much work done. So they're trying to cut out low value, low productivity activities so that in return, they can give their employees the, the extra day off. And actually, in reality, for a lot of these companies, not only have they maintained the productivity that they used to have on a five-day week, in a lot of cases, they've actually managed to increase it quite significantly.
3: Right, and on that as well, do you provide training for people like uh, sersha and uh, Tara Murray, one of our other presenters here, who just like, you know, talking and chatting for hours on end?
2: Um, well, I'm not sure if we provide specific training for that, but, <laughs> but certainly, you know, part of the programme that we've developed, uh, which has been led by a number of employers that have done this, it, it does go through, you know, as well, some of the pitfalls that companies did experience when they were trialling this for the first time, um, trying to make sure that, that, you know, the common mistakes that other companies have made are not made by, by, by those who want to try it out on this occasion. Um, so, so certainly, um, you know, it's it's... It's really about empowering your own staff and saying, look, this is a quid pro quo. This is not going to work if we move to a four-day week, but our business isn't providing the same service to our customers. So it's about actually putting that power in the hands of staff and saying, right, what can we do differently and what can we change to make sure that this four-day week works for everyone, the business and the workers. And on the occasions where it's been done up to now, almost across the board, the results have been incredibly positive, And we're very hopeful that that will be replicated in our pilot program next year.
1: I think, yeah, like I'm speaking for most people now that if I was told that you can do a four day work week, but can you cut out the chat every day with Tara for three hours? I think I would happily do that.
0: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to slash acast and use code acast for 20% off your first purchase.
1: So, yeah. <laughs> this has to work.
3: Um uh yeah yeah fair enough fair point. Um what are some what are some of the criticisms of this? Cuz I know some people be, a few people might be shouting at the radio going just you're lazy you're all just lazy and you just want more time off and where's the work ethic that we had beforehand like in in theory right if you cut out the waste from the Monday to Friday and you were as productive Monday to Thursday is there like is, is there a threat that companies will be like if we work Friday we'll be 120% more effective so why are we can get ahead of our competition why would we miss out on that opportunity to be more productive
2: yeah, of course. So the way we would see it is that this is about sharing the benefits of technological advancements and productivity gains with workers. So if you think about it, we invented the five-day-a-week and the idea of the weekend more than a century ago now. Um, you know, So in our view, it's time for an update and it's time for a refresh. Over the last 20 or 30 years, we have seen absolutely incredible advances in technology and productivity gains through the internet, through globalization, through email. You know, if you ask somebody in 1970 or 1980 if they thought that, that some of the things that we've seen over the last few decades were possible, they would have said absolutely not. But yet during that time, we're working on average the same working hours in, in Western developed countries like Ireland as we were working in the mid to early uh, 1980s. So we believe that we need to make sure that the, the benefits from, you know, automation, yeah, 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 artificial yeah. intelligence, that that's actually shared with workers in the form of working time reductions. We think that, that this is absolutely something that, you know, for many businesses, it's achievable right now. And we believe in, in, in the in the medium term that this is something that can become common across the economy.
3: Uh, a couple of texts in here quickly as well. I work a four-day week and it's amazing, but I do 39 hours and four. Uh, companies are never going to agree to a four-day week and they pay the same money uh, as a five-day week. It's not going to happen. And then uh, I work a three-day week most weeks and I don't think I could ever go back to a five-day week. The free time is absolutely amazing. Um, one of the fears in my head, I'm just like some bosses, not all bosses, but like... I've worked for some bosses who would not be into this at all they're, mm. they're too they're struggling with remote work at the moment they're very micromanagey, very controlling have to have you under a leash and under their thumb and they're just like not a chance in hell are you going home like how how would, how would you address the, the maybe the psychopathic bosses who, who, who enjoy making employees lives a living hell
2: well, look, to, to, to coin your term, I don't think we're going to have too many psychopathic bosses uh, signing up for this particular pilot program. And obviously, sure. we're at the early stages of the campaign. You know, we've kind of had the early adapters and the innovators who have who've done this already yeah. and done it successfully. And we're now trying to broaden that out to see, right, OK, this is something that's worked for individual companies. But if we do a pilot with 20 or 30 different companies from different sectors, from different countries, is this still something that delivers the same kind of positive results? for employee well-being, for company productivity. Um, and we believe that if that pilot program is successful and, uh, and and it demonstrates those kinds of results, then obviously that will then make it much easier to make the case for this to be adopted more broadly across the economy. What I would say, just uh, to finish up on that point, because I think it's, it's also a piece of positive news that maybe your, your listeners might be encouraged by in terms of seeing this as something which, you know might be a little bit closer to being a reality than, than it maybe was uh, if we had this conversation a few months ago. Yeah. The Irish government have actually for, uh, set up a €150,000 research fund, a general call to research about the four-day working week. So that was announced yesterday on the same day as our pilot launch. So basically two government departments, Leo Varadkar's department, Enterprise, and Eamon Ryan's department, Environment, are are, are, are going to be funding a, a research into you know, these kind of trial programs, these kind of pilot programs to see if a four-day week can deliver positive economic, social and environmental outcomes. So really that is the Irish government acknowledging while, you know, they're not saying it's our policy to try and bring in a four-day week just yet, but they are acknowledging that this is an idea which is worth looking much closer at and they're willing to put Mm. some money into it to try and find out is this actually something that can be delivered and can be achieved and we believe it can be
3: Joe I mean the Irish government are always looking for ways to do less work so we know we know that they'd be 100% behind this Uh, listen no we really appreciate you giving up your time uh, this evening if you want to find out more information and you're listening by the way 4dayweek.ie head on over to 4dayweek it's F-O-U-R dayweek.ie and my god I mean I just I don't want to get my hopes up because this seems too good to be true and I know we can do it and as you said we have all the technological advances there that have been applied to productivity and production but it's never been you know we're not reducing wasteful hours with our employees but listen uh, Joe we'll probably we'll christen you Saint Joe from now on if that's okay (laughs) and we'll give you uh, Saint status here on the show because we really believe that uh, if you can get this done it'll be unbelievably good for a huge chunk of uh, a huge chunk of the society here but listen thanks a million for popping on All right, we'll stay in touch and see if we can uh, move things forward with you
2: Appreciate it. I haven't been called a saint and a legend in an interview before so uh, a <laughs> yeah. good way to finish off the night. Was Definitely
3: it, take it. Yeah, cheers. St Joe, we'll let you go and we'll chat you again, sir. Thanks, folks. Take no care. No worries. Bye. bye, 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 bye. The dream.
1: Oh, the absolute dream.
3: <clears throat> anyway, I uh, have to take a quick break which is very important for you listening if you want to get into the draw for Friday for the camper van because the clue, the last clue today to get into that draw, to win that camper van is on the way in about two and a half minutes time. And We did two qualifiers last night on the show We only have one tonight
1: But look, it could be you That's all we're saying
3: Just giving you a nice early heads up You're trying to figure out where the tour guide Tommy is The uh, clip, the audio, the clue It's on the way next here on f one.
2: You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast With Cormac Moore and Saoirse Long
0: FM 104
3: About you, it's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104 The most painful game on radio is on the way Shock shocks. we get electrocuted every time you get a question wrong that's on the way in about 10 minutes' time. But right now, you might have heard the clue. If you didn't, fear not.
2: FM World Save Your Summer with Blanchardstown Centre. It's back to better times with Blanchardstown Centre.
3: We want to give you a beautiful, fully refurbished Volkswagen camper van, red and white, and you can take it anywhere around the entire country for a week. You don't have to worry about accommodation. You don't have to worry about... Uh, Transport or getting back to the hotel or paying for taxis, you can just rock up to a beach down in West Cork and say, You know what? We'll stay here for the night. Job done. Happy days. It's F104, save your summer with the Blanchestown Centre. If you want to get in the draw on Friday, this is your last chance today. We've only got one spot left over. You have to figure out where Tommy, our tour guide, is. All right, have a listen to this. Ah, lads, I'm down here in Cork and they want me to go open the cable cars. I believe them when they say they're spectacular views. But I'm not too fond of the Owl Heights.
1: Here's a tricky one. That is a very tricky one now. Tricky one. I'm trying to think of what it could be myself.
3: If you know, if you know where Tommy is, Camper and your answer to 0876797104 as we said we have only got one spot tonight on the show we can't give away any more one shot this is the last chance today here in F104 to get in Friday's draw to win this camper van so you can rock around the country and go to all those places out west up north down south you can I don't know, you just got a blanch in, in the camper van and have the crack sure. as well with it. Yeah. so camper and your answer to 0876797104 Tommy's down in Cork somewhere because he obviously said it there but, but where exactly where? is he yeah
1: yeah where is he we, we've had a location in photo wildlife so it's not that it's not there
3: uh, one more time it is a tricky one if you've been down that neck of the woods and maybe you know happy days but if you don't one more time alright <laughs> ah lads I'm down here in Cork and they want me to go up in the cable cars I believe them when they say they're spectacular views but I'm not too fond of the old heights
1: can you give a clue
3: one more it's not mainland Cork Okay. All right. Tisn't mainland Cork. Your answer and your name, along with the word camper, to 087-6797104. and we could be picking you before the hour is out in the next twenty minutes, half an hour, to get yourself uh, in the draw, and you could be winning that camper van. Crack and stuff. It's all but thanks to Blanchetown Centre who are so excited to welcome back everyone as they have now fully reopened. For safe shopping. Also extended out their hours as well to make sure that there's no two crowds they're looking after you, sort of. Camper, the answer. Your name, 87 67 97 if you know where it is. Uh, on the way next, though, shock jocks. You can blow the head off us on our uh, weekly quiz that we do here on the show. If you want to get involved, drop us in a WhatsApp. But we'll be doing shock jocks next here on...
2: You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long.
0: FM 104.
1: I just checked that it was on because it just turned dark, so I wasn't sure if the screen was on. I had to double check. So I just. I may have electrocuted you, but it's only on one, so it's fine.
0: Rumor 04's Shock Chocks.
3: Alright, if you've never heard this part of the show before, it's Shock Shocks so It's a head to head quiz, but right now there is a dog collar with two electric prods stuck into my neck. So she had the remote control on her hand. Every time our caller, our contestant, gets a question wrong, I get electrocuted.
1: I can't wait for you to get electrocuted because I think my questions are a little bit hard tonight.
3: Oh, I made mine so hard. Anyway, Did I'm, you? I'm reading out Saoirse's questions tonight, so we'll see how it goes. There's a 20 euro Eat voucher. Whoever gets the most right out of 10 will win that this evening. You can have a free takeaway on us. But joining us first to play is uh, Gemma. Gemma, how are things?
1: Hiya, how's it going? Uh, I hope you're not very intelligent, Gemma, are you? Well,
2: there's no pressure on me now. No so he's <laughs> going to get
1: shot. I hope so uh,
3: Listen, <laughs> uh... it really
1: excites me when we get shocked <laughs> fun for you
3: Gemma fun for Saoirse not fun for me anyway um, come <laughs> here Wh- where, are you- where are you from what do you do
1: um, I'm from Cabra and I'm a teacher
3: oh again a real oh, job
1: she has a proper so job I'm
2: counting down to next Wednesday when I'm off oh, oh you're long-winded. finished
1: <gasps> are you a primary school teacher
2: I am primary school, so we're still on the countdown. Nothing. I saw
3: that. Yeah, I actually saw that today. I was like, "Why are the kids still in school in uniform?" Oh, yeah, not primary so school next week. Yeah. There yeah. we go. Yeah, next week. Right. Okay, Gemma. Um, I'm looking at these questions. I'm not sure if a lot of these questions that Suresh came up with would be covered in a primary school
0: <laughs> curriculum.
1: No. They're a little we'll bit out there. Best. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So, listen, just so you know, Gemma, as well, every question that we go through um, when we move from question one, two, three, four, all the way up, the voltage goes up. Just so you know, oh. we'll be put through more pain. All right. <laughs> With each additional question. So, uh, all right, are you ready for question one? Yeah, let's go for it. Very best of luck. I really hope you get ten out of ten here. But Gemma, our teacher from Cabra is on playing twenty euro voucher up for grabs. But here you go, question number one. What are birds of a feather said to do? A. Fly apart. B. Flock together. C. Glide over sea.
1: Flock together.
3: Ding ding ding. Okay, that was an An easy easy one. one.
1: That was an easy one to start you off with. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it was. Right. Okay.
3: Oh, for. What?
1: (laughs) No, actually, you're a teacher. You might know this. Oh, no. I I don't know. Maybe you wouldn't
3: Question two. How many dots are used in each letter in the Braille system? A, four, B, five, C, six. How many dots are used in each letter in the Braille system? What was
2: the options? Four, five, six?
3: Four, five, and six.
2: I'm going to say five
3: okay she's going five so she's got the collar remote in her hand I
1: never even put up the voltage of this I was about to keep it at one is it wrong is it do you think it's wrong I don't know yes it's wrong it's
0: actually
1: six it's actually six
3: okay that's okay that's okay that was only set at two uh, the voltage isn't too bad until we start getting five six seven and eight and then it gets it gets life threatening (laughs) anyway Gemma, question number three. What is singer Adele's surname? Oh, is it A, Adkins, A-D-K-I-N-S? Is it B, Atkins, A-T-K-I-N-S? Or C, Adams?
2: I think it's
1: Atkins.
3: Atkins. Yeah. B. Yeah. You want to lock that in, final answer, B? Uh, Oh. No, no, I'll change it.
2: Because oh. Atkins is too common. I'll
3: go Adkins. She's going with answer A, Adkins. Final answer. Is Adele's surname Adkins?
1: Oh, I didn't think Atkins was a, a common name. It would be in England. It's more common than Adkins. Is it? Yeah. I don't, I don't, know. I don't, I don't know. know the Atkins diet. Is it right? Is it right? I have no idea. So you're not that confident?
2: No. Mm. Well, you
1: should be because it's correct and oh, right. Oh, <laughs> yes.
3: Lovely. Correct and right. Adele Adkins. Lovely. Oh,
1: get that she's a genius <laughs> I shouldn't have I should have just locked in that first answer boom boom gone should have oh, yeah I should have
3: alright good work Gemma question 4 how many years are involved in a silver anniversary how many years in a silver anniversary is it A 10 B 15 or C 25 I think it's
2: 25 you think yeah
1: so you're I not think. you're not that sure.
3: The voltage is up again, Gemma. <laughs> no, I'm
1: not. It's sure. that it's at four now. So Pretty just serious. keep that in mind. No, I'm gonna stick with
2: twenty
1: five. <laughs> Would you said twenty five? I have no idea. It's correct. Yes. <laughs> so angry yes. right now internally. I'm angry. I oh, love
3: this, Gemma. <gasps> Stellar performance here. All right, question number five. Um, in the in the in the strip cartoon, what is the name of Snoopy's brother? Spud, Spike, or Spork? I didn't know Sp- Sp- Snoopy no, had, a had a brother.
2: Spud, Spike, or Spork? Spud, Spike, or
3: Spork? Yeah. <laughs>
2: we'll go with Spike. She's
3: going to go with B. Spike. Is that the name of Snoopy's brother?
1: And neither of you knew that he had a brother. Nope. No. Mm. Can I just ask why are you going with Spike? It sounds like a dog name. <laughs> God, you're too good at this. Is oh, that right? Yes,
3: it's right. <laughs> yes, <laughs> oh, seriously. Oh wow! Teachers, eh? Huh? This is amazing. <laughs> All We're right, good Qu- guess. Very quest- good. Question number six. Uh, okay, uh, a polt, poult, p o u l t. A poult is the young of which creature? A turkey, a chicken, or a tadpole? A poult is the young Wait. of which creature? A turkey, chicken, or tadpole?
2: Well, imagine a chicken's a chick, but then poultry makes me think of the chicken. That's exactly what um, I was thinking.
3: Yeah, now I'm thrown. Um, oh,
2: I'm gonna, I'm gonna
3: say turkey because I think a chicken's a chicken. Right. Okay. She's going with a turkey. Is that correct and right?
1: I'm so angry right now because you're <laughs> correct and right. Yes. <laughs> okay. For God's sake!
3: You could just hear the cogs. I turning. have to put in
1: chicken there to throw you, and it didn't. That work. That
3: logic. That beautiful, beautiful <laughs> logic. Job done. Right, last couple of questions here now. Question seven. Bright's disease affects which organ of the body? Bright's disease affects which organ of the body? A, the liver, B, the kidney, C, the
2: heart.
0: Mm, Kidney?
3: She doesn't sound too sure now.
1: No, you Ah. don't.
3: Is this just a guess? Another guess. Okay, now we have to say that the the voltage is up fairly high.
1: Yeah, (laughs) there's no room for guessing around here now. Okay. okay. She's going, Not at this level. She's
3: going with question seven. Uh, B. Kidney. Is that what Bright's go- disease affects? Is that right? I'm
1: going to ask you one more time, just because the voltage is so high. Are you sure you l- lock in kidney? Oh, I think you're
2: trying to
1: throw me off, so I'm going to say yes. <laughs> Such kidney? a teacher, Gemma. And you're <laughs> correct and right. Yes. <laughs> yes Gemma why are you not on my team oh
3: look at this stellar performance alright we're down to question 8 and 9 and 10 here we go question 8 moving anti-clockwise on a dartboard oh oh this is a good one moving anti-clockwise on a dartboard what is the number next to 4 so the number to the left of 4
1: anti-clockwise
3: anti-clockwise past 4 is it A 16 B 18 or C 20
1: can you say
3: the numbers again? Sixteen, eighteen, or twenty. So if you go past the number four anti-clockwise, what number is next to it? Uh, I don't
0: know.
3: Eighteen. Eighteen.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, pro- I probably would have said eighteen as well, but um, is eighteen correct and right? Oh!
0: <laughs> no, it's not.
3: Oh, oh that was sore. What what is it? It's sixteen. It's sixteen, is it? Yeah. Ah. Oh no. (laughs) Okay, last two. There you go. That was painful. Here we go. Number nine. What does what does an arclophile collect? What does an arclophile collect? A or C L O file collect? Is it A ants, B teddies, or C statues? Ants, teddies, or statues?
2: Arclophile. I know the voltage
1: is high on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> oh, Archophile, I'm going to say statues. We haven't had to say in a while. Statues. Statues, yeah. Yeah, I'd say statues too. <laughs> no, was I'm wrong? so evil, but this is so exciting. Enjoy. Oh! <laughs> Sorry. Is it ants? <laughs> no, it's teddies. T- teddies? Aww. Yeah. Teddies.
3: All right. Question 10 Final question We didn't do too badly here now Let's see if we can go out Now this is again Very painful Uh, And this is the highest We can go to um, Before they start getting annoyed Up in HR Anyway 10 At what age Does a A filly Become classified as a mare What
1: I said they're hard
3: At what age Does a filly Become classified as a mare A 5 B 10 Or C 12 I
2: think it's 5 Ooh.
3: Is that correct and right? It is, isn't
2: it? Are you sure? It is, isn't it? Yeah, I used to work in a bookie's and I think it's five.
1: Of course you did, Gemma. Yes, it's correct and right, Yo, yes. Oh, on. I really wanted to do the 10 on your neck. Ding,
3: ding. Avoided the worst. That's all we could have asked for and all we could have hoped for. Listen, you did really well, Gemma. Let me count up how many she got right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Am I correct in saying she got seven out of ten? She got
1: seven out of ten.
3: Seven out of ten. Happy a Fairly high bad. score. All right, so listen... Uh, our next contestant will be on in just a moment. If they don't do better than seven out of 10, you, that just eat voucher is yours, all right? So we'll let you know either way. Thanks a million for Debbie. popping on, all right? And we'll Debbie chat to you soon. Real, that was fun. Cheers, bye. Gemma. Thanks. Bye, 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 bye. Got lucky with the teacher. I have to- You're listening
2: to the Room 104
3: podcast
0: with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104.
3: It's Cormac and Saoirse here in Room 104. and about 10 or 15 minutes' time, we'll be picking a finalist for F FM 104's Save Your Summer. The final is taking place on Friday. And if you want to get into the final, to be in with a chance of winning an absolutely beautiful Volkswagen camper van for a week to take around the country and go wherever you want. If you know the answer to the clue we played out a little while ago, camper van your details, send it into us. We'll play it one more time before... Uh, before we pick a finalist But it's the last chance today We've only got one spot And we'll be picking a finalist So stay by your phone If you've texted in already If you don't know Couldn't figure out the clue We'll play it again shortly
2: Room 104's Shock jocks. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
3: Okay shock shock's very simple Saoirse has now got a shock collar Strapped around her neck The two electrodes are stuck into her neck Nice and deep Every question our contestant gets wrong On this head to head quiz She is going to get electrocuted And Every question we move through And go through The voltage gets increased How you feeling Saoirse? Not
1: good I always feel sick.
3: Yeah, she's got her stress blanket or her scream blanket there as well to scream into. <coughs> Job done. Happy days. Playing with Sergeant
1: Matthew, how are you? I'm
2: thanks.
1: Hi, Matthew. You're obviously extremely intelligent.
2: Oh yeah, very much so. Definitely.
1: Good. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> oh, Matthew, what are you up to this evening?
2: I'm up to not a whole lot. Dossing about.
1: Oh, good. Dossing about. Best dust- way to be. On to answer ten questions. Correct.
2: Yeah.
3: Now. Matthew, you know what the crack is. Every question that you get wrong, Saoirse will get electrocuted. You've got seven to beat to get yourself this €20 Euro Just Eat voucher as well, all right? Are you good to go?
0: Very well for yeah.
1: Okay, here we go. First one I have no clue about because I've never seen the show. Uh, which one of these people are not in Love Island 2021? Is it A, Liberty Pool, B, Faye Winter, or C, Amber Hammond? i Amber Hammond. A breeze. Is it Amber? Amber Hammond,
3: yeah. Boo! It is Amber
1: Hammond. Is it? Question did you know one, that, right. Matthew? No, no, I did
2: not.
1: <laughs> well, did, Was that a complete and utter guess?
3: Yes. There you go. Liberty Pool. That's one contestant this year. Faye Winter, Amber Hammond is not. Fair play. Well done, sir.
1: Uh, for some reason, I didn't think you were going to get that one correct, but... Shame um,
3: on you, Sergio. He's a die-hard Love Island fan.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. Thank you for knowing that. Okay, number two. Who is the new leader of the DUP party? A, Jeffrey Donaldson. B, Edwin Poots. Or C, Arlene Foster.
2: Jeffrey Donaldson.
1: Yeah, I know that's correct. All
3: right, we'll give you that one. Two easy ones. Ish.
1: Nice. I'm, I'm happy with that.
3: Two out of two. No electrocution happening so far.
1: Okay, here we go. Number three. Based on total medals won who is the most successful Olympian of all time? Is it A. Michael Phelps B. Usain Bolt or C. Larissa Latina Latina Latina
2: Michael Phelps
1: Yeah I was going to say B but I think you're right I think it's Michael Phelps too. you
3: sure you don't want to go with Usain
1: Bolt? No No I think I, yeah. I think it's Michael Phelps too Is it?
3: Mm, so you'd think that but in the 1970s the Russian star Larissa Latynina didn't get more than Michael Phelps correct and right yes oh. that is the right answer three look for three look out of look at
1: Matthew. you Matthew oh, well, here, yeah. fair play to you okay, oh, now, now this is more personal right Saoirse's cat my cat left a bit of a mess that I still haven't cleaned up properly yet uh, but what part of the house is it in or on uh, The couch The stairs Or the bed
2: We'd say the bed
1: Oh you don't say the word. It's not I'm not that disgusting Say
3: in the bed Did the, the no. cow do poo-poos On the bed No, <laughs> no.
1: It was the stairs
3: <laughs> Oh god Was that nice oh. Is that alright
1: I've had worse As you know I've had a 10 stop in the neck (laughs) stop talking Sergio (laughs) (laughs) oh dear okay we're gonna get out of the gutter Uh, number five Killian Murphy stars in the recently opened Quiet Place part two but which movie did he star alongside Leonardo DiCaprio was it A. The Wolf of Wall Street B. The Departed or C. Inception
2: have
1: no clue to the departed no You don't have to just pick the first answer, you know?
3: That was I the was second answer.
1: It, 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 it could have easily. Finally, now,
3: Matthew wants to go with the departed. Do you know the answer?
1: Yeah, I know the answer. What would
3: you have said, Sir? It's
1: definitely 100% C. Are you sure? Yes. Are you sure he wasn't in the departed? He no, one of the No, no, he wasn't.
3: Uh, unfortunately, Matthew, we're going <laughs> to increase the voltage here to five. Oh, let's Kitsch again! Ah! <laughs> 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 They're getting sore now, aren't they? They're, they're, they're very prickly. And it's weird. It's like this thing, it, it hits you a couple of times in the neck. You can feel it going boom, boom, boom.
1: Oh! Uh. Do you
3: know what we should do? If there's any guards listening, would you be up for lending us your tasers? Do oh, they have tasers dear. now?
1: Would they be worse than that?
3: Oh, oh can you imagine getting tased? I don't, God. Oh,
1: I don't know what it feels Ultimate like.
3: Ultimate shock jocks will do with a, a guard as taser if oh, they have them. Anyway.
1: Perfect. Okay. Let's try and get them ra- right now, Matthew, right? No,
3: we will walk away now, yeah?
1: Work, yeah? Okay, during the week we spoke to Professor Peter... Nagel I can never say his name Nagel-ay. Nagelay about a new treatment for depression what was that treatment was it A. ketamine B. laughing gas or C. light therapy Oh,
2: will say
1: one sorry okay no give him the last one we're giving you the last one but light therapy light therapy but I'll say them again right so is it now, A I'm just going to stop
3: you there now if you give any sort of I'm intonational giving hints any. I'm not to any